Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Today we're going to be talking about the blindness of the eyes. Blindness of the eyes. And we're going to be talking for the next few weeks. I really, I really believe this, that your eyes, your eyes direct where your life is going. It's just like the helm of a ship. You know, you, you, you can steer it either way, but wherever that nose is pointing is where that ship's headed. No matter if you want to or not, it's where it's going. And so you have to get your eyes focused on the right things in order to go to the place you want to go. And so we're going to be talking about that for the next few weeks here. We're going to be diving into what does that look like for us to get our eyes on the right things so that we can be heading in the direction that God has for us. How many know God's plans for us are way cooler and bigger than we have for ourselves? Right? His plans are so much better, so much greater, and we, could eat, we, we can't even in our wildest dreams come up with what he can do in a moment. And so from the beginning of time, he's planned out your course. I'm thankful for that because I'm not a planner. But even if I were, I knew I couldn't plan good enough to even compare with what God has for us. And so I'm excited to dive in because once we grab a hold of the destiny God has for us, we start to realize this is why we were created. And when you get that moment, that, aha, I get it now, that's an incredible moment because all of a sudden you start seeing life differently. And you start seeing your potential and what God designed you for. And I'm excited for that. So I, I can't wait to dive into this. Let's pray real quick just to bless it. And God, we love you and we trust you. We thank you for these words you're about to speak to us. Pray that you get us ready, God. It's just not another message, but we pray that it would it'd be life-changing experience that we're having together here as we walk on this journey of breaking our blindness and seeing what you have for us. We love you, God. In your name we pray. Everybody said? Amen. I'm excited. Can you help me preach today? Is that all right? You could holler at me if you like something, if something feels good, just shout me down. Is that cool? That's awesome. I met someone in the, the lobby after launch last week, and she was like, I was about to shout you down, but I wasn't sure. And I was like, no, girl, you better shout me down. I like it, right? I like it. You yell at me, you know? I mean, be nice, but you know what I mean, yell at me. Um, Breaking blindness today, I want to look at uh, the story of Habakkuk. And Habakkuk, you got to know him. He was a prophet speaking over his city. And he was one that was, you know, speaking life into his city. And, he, and in Habakkuk chapter 1, we see his complaints. Now, he starts his whole book off with complaints. He's complaining against God. How many have ever been a complainer to Jesus, right? You come to him and you're like, God, what the jazz? You promised me some really big things, and I know I'm reading your word. I get it, you know, all this stuff. And, and, and it's not what... I'm seeing right now. And this is Habakkuk. He's, he's having this argument with God. He's saying, God, where are you? Because you promised great things for my city, and it is in ruins. I mean, people are, there's, it's full of evil, and people are in, in mess with each other, and we're arguing. And this is not what you promised. He's frustrated. I don't know if you've ever been there, but he's frustrated. Because the, the, what's going on right now, the process isn't matching the purpose. And so he's frustrated. He's talking to God. He's like, man, God, what is going on? And so all of chapter one is, are these complaints, and God's talking back with him. And then we get into chapter two. And this is a scripture that's quoted a lot um, because it's, it's all about vision. And so look at verse two first. Um, chapter two, verse two says, then the Lord replied, write down 
the revelation, or in another translation, the vision. Write down the vision and make it plain on tablets so that whoever reads it or the herald may run with it. And that's a scripture we all take home. We're like, man, write the vision down. But how many know sometimes we don't have a vision? There's no vision to write. And you're trying to do life, but sometimes you're getting caught in the everyday mundane, and you don't know where you're headed. And so you, you realize, sometimes we wake up, and we realize, man, I am just doing day to day. I'm not heading anywhere. You know, and, and maybe your wife will come to you, and, or, or someone will come to you in your life and say, where are you going? What are we doing? You're not even present. Anybody ever been there? You feel stuck. Like, where am I headed? And so we read the scripture, man, write down the vision. That's great. But we don't realize in context. Everybody say context. Context is powerful. And when you can look at things in context, it will change your life. For instance, you have that person at work that's terrible, right? That person that's super mean, says those nasty comments. You know what I'm saying? That person. But if you, if you look at them in context, you realize they probably have a bad home life, you know? Maybe they're abused as a child. Maybe they, they don't have things going on with their, their significant other. Maybe they're just going through financial stress. And you look at them in context, and all of a sudden, it makes more sense. It's not about you. It's about them, something going on. And a lot of times we can read scripture, and if we don't read it in context, we can take it out, and it means something totally different. We, we read it one way, but we have to put it in context. So the scripture before is Habakkuk uh, getting himself in this position. And check it out, verse, verse number one it says, I will stand at my watch. Another translation said, I will get to my watchtower. So I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me, talking about God. He will say to me and will answer I am to give to this complaint. So Habakkuk was doing something super strategic, and this is one of the first things ever to put in place. If you want to break the blindness in your life, I want you to write this down. You change your perspective, or I'm sorry, you change your position, you change your perspective, because your perspective is directly tied to your position. And if you change your position, you can change your perspective. Now, perspective is powerful. Your perspective is absolutely powerful. How you view life where you're headed, your destination, your vision for your life, that can drive everything. Now, your eyes translate everything coming into your brain and has everything else function off of what your eyes are translating. So whatever you allow in, whatever you're looking at, whatever you're focused on is where your whole entire body is going, where your whole entire life, and some of you, you're even leading a family. So you're leading others with your eyes. So eyes are super important to be focused on the right things. Because when you're not focused on the right things, you might be heading in the wrong direction. And then it might take too long before you crash and understand, wow, and realize I've been heading in the wrong direction for years. And you don't realize it because your eyes aren't open to it. And Habakkuk, he said, all right, I've made my complaint. I've lifted it to God. I'm frustrated. This is not what I was promised. And so he said, I am going to get to my watchtower, and I'm going to get myself in position so that I can hear and see what my answer is going to be to this life. And a lot of us, we don't have the right position, so our perspective stinks. 
your perspective is terrible because some of us are in the weeds. We're looking through the process. And some of us, the process absolutely stinks. Like, this is not what I was promised. Right? When we got married, we said to have a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we're going to love each other every day. And this ain't working. And the process just absolutely stinks. And we're through it and we're like, man, my kids don't listen to me ever. Come on, some parents, you know, shout, shout me down. And, and you're like, what is going on with this? And, but, but if we can get in ourselves in the different position, we can change our perspective. Because we have to look above the process to the purpose and to the promise. Because what God's promised us doesn't match the process sometimes ever. And that's, that can be really encouraging to you. Because right now, life doesn't make sense with where you're going, where you're called to, and you're frustrated. But just understand this. The process sometimes never matches the promise because the process is getting you ready, but you need to keep yourself in a position to see the promise. You see, they did a study where they actually cut a cocoon open and let the butterfly come out without struggling or breaking the cocoon. Do you know what happened? The butterfly couldn't fly because it hadn't strengthened its wings by breaking out of the cocoon. Hey, some of you are going through a process, and it's uncomfortable, and it's hard, and you're like, what the jazz is this all about? I was promised I could fly, and here I am in a cocoon, breaking out. This is so annoying. I'm not meant to do this. Have you ever felt that struggle? Am I the only one? Come on, somebody. I, I'm struggling. I'm like, this is not why I was designed. I'm not supposed to be struggling. But as soon as you make it through the process, you're ready to soar. But you have to get yourself in the right position. You got to make the steps. You got to get yourself in position so that you can see over the process to the promise. And then once you see the promise, then you could come down and go through that process because you know where you're headed. And then when you start to forget and you're like, these weeds are too much, you got to climb back up to get your position again and see, the, ah, that's where I'm headed. That's where I'm going. Okay, 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 okay. We can make it. We can make it another day. We can make it another week. Come on. Come on. Oh, and it, and it's, a lot of times we get so frustrated in the process because we don't know what the promise is. And write down the vision. I don't have a vision. But if you will position yourself, God will speak to you the vision for your life, the vision for your family, the vision for your city. But it all starts with you. You got to break the blindness. And a lot of times it's just getting yourself in the right position. You know, where you focus is where your direction is going. And so you have to keep your focus in the right place. I remember the first time I ever saw um, a NUMA video. Now, this is way back in the day. Rob Bell, he made these videos where he would, like, plant a tree and he'd talk about planting ourselves. And it was just, how he did it was just amazing. And I remember watching this and, and just being totally inspired. I'm just like, oh, my word. This is so amazing. I'm crying. I'm like, I didn't know videos could make you cry. Like, this is insane. And I remember sitting there, and I was like, God, I want to do that so bad. And he just, he, he showed me a video. He said, you can. You can do that. And he gave me this vision of, like, what it looked like. I remember the first time he ever spoke to us about having this city work together and all the eight spheres working together in unison. Like, like we have eight spheres of influence in our city. I don't know if you know this, but we have arts and entertainment, business, civic, 
education, domestic, faith, government, and healthcare. So all these spheres of influence, and you're, you're all a part of one of those. You know, if you're a musician, you got arts and entertainment, you know, you got your civic leaders and nonprofits, you got oh, everybody's in this room. We're all doing what we do really well, right? But what if we brought all of our strengths together to problem solve? Wouldn't that be amazing? It's like, it's kind of a duh, but we're not doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like God showed us this vision of like all these spheres coming together and working and creating this city that's setting the standard for the world. Now that's the vision. That's getting in position and seeing, okay, I see that city that's setting the standard for the world. I see it. But you know what the process is? Everybody disagreeing with everybody else. And nobody working together. And why can't we get along, right? But I got, I got to go back. And I got to see the vision. I got to see the promise. And a lot of you, God has promised something great to you. You've had that position. But a lot of times we don't go back and get it. I don't know where your secret sauce is, but you got to find your secret sauce. You got to find your secret spot, your position, your watchtower. Now, my watchtower is the early morning. Now, I'm not a morning person. I'll be honest with you. I'm a grump in the morning. So you see me first thing in the morning, I'm probably not going to say much. Number one, because I'm not a morning person. But number two, because that's me time. And if you come into my me time, I'm super selfish with it. I love my mornings. It's so predictable. You get up, it's quiet. It's just you. You can think clearly. It's amazing. I love mornings. And so my mornings are my position, my watchtower to see where I'm headed because I need it. I need to look ahead. I need to pray. I need to tune in to the creator, like, where are you headed? Because I want to align myself with you. Because we talked about last week how God establishes the steps, right? We can plan all day, but it's him who establishes things. So I want to align myself with that. So I'm looking ahead. All right, God, what's the promise? Where are we going? My family is following me. I have to know where I'm headed. And so I'm looking ahead. And you have to have your position right, your watchtower, because that's where you can see what's going on. And then the day can start. Everybody come at me. Come with your problems. Hey, let's do this thing. I can do life now because I got my position. And a lot of you don't have your watchtowers. And so you're frustrated because as soon as you wake up, you're, you're hitting Instagram. You're seeing who liked your stuff throughout the night because people are up in the middle of the night <laughs> liking stuff. It's crazy, right? You go to bed like at midnight and, you're, and you wake up like 7 o'clock in the morning. You're like, I wonder who liked it. Who liked it seven hours from midnight to 7 o'clock in the morning? That's crazy. But we do it, right? This is what we get hit right away. And so we hit the process right away. Man, look what's going on. Look what's going on. And this is sometimes it's the biggest distraction. And you know what distractions are? Distractions are the biggest killer of your dreams that aren't even birthed yet. They can't get birthed because you're distracted. And a lot of times we're so distracted that we can't even start on the vision. I, I, I learned this trick though this week. Um, I was watching a YouTube video and this just blew my mind. But check this out. This is a really cool feature on the iPhone. Um, if you have, I think, it's, I think it's on all of them, but I have a, a seven. So this is, this is one of the features. But if you hold this side button long, it comes up with this screen, and then what, what you'll do next is you'll put your finger on the red part, and you'll slide it over, and it turns it off. I don't know if you guys knew that. It's a sick feature. I didn't know these things turned off. I thought this was always on, but it can turn off. And a lot of us, 
here's what we need to do. This is going to be the most spiritual thing you've ever done in your life. You need to turn off your phone for a little bit. <laughs> you need to turn off Instagram, turn off Facebook, turn off the emails, just for an hour, maybe two, maybe three. I don't know how much time you need in your position. I don't know how much time you need in your watchtower. But some of you are so caught up in the weeds, you're so frustrated, you need to get on your watchtower and see the amazing plan God has for you. I promise it'll eliminate a lot of the frustration because as soon as you start seeing clearly what God has for you, all of a sudden you're like, man, if that's where I'm headed, the process ain't nothing. I can do this because the why outweighs the what. And if you know the why, it can drive your what. If I know I'm headed to my kids being the most amazing world changers in the world, then the what of training them and the day-to-day, like trying to get them to listen, is nothing because I want that for them. I want them to be the world changers. So I'm going to do what it takes today in order to get them to that. The why outweighs the what. But a lot of us, we don't get in position to see what the why is. And so the what is terrible. I have to lay down my pride and love my wife even when she doesn't love me back? It's terrible. It's a terrible idea, Jesus. I have to love my enemy? What? Do you know what they did to me? You understand what they said to me? I mean, there's some nasty things going on in the world. You look at those in Charlottesville? You want us to do what? You want us to love those that are hurting and speaking death? Yeah. You want to know why? Because we're headed to that, the promised land, where our city works in unity, and we all drop what we disagree with and pick up what we all care about. And that's why we lay down our pride and do the what. Because we're headed there. I'm excited. Distraction can cause delay. Sometimes it doesn't even knock us off course, but it'll cause delay. Traffic causes delay. I can't stand it. That's why I listen to Waze. Because Apple Maps, I'm sorry. You're trying. But Waze, you are sanctified and redeemed in the name of Jesus Christ. Waze is amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's like the Holy Spirit speaking into my soul. And a lot of times Waze will look ahead Yo, I'm sorry, I get caught up, and I'm, this is probably going to be a rabbit trail, but I love Waze because Waze will look ahead and see where I'm headed and see the best route to get there. I can't do it because I can't see ahead, and so I have to trust Waze to see ahead for me. And a lot of us, we're trying to make it through life, but we can't see ahead, so we have to trust the one that sees ahead for us. We have to tune into the one that can see the path, see the best route, because there's traffic. There's things that are going to get in our way. There's barriers. There's people that are going to discourage you. There's, there's things that are going to happen. And you have to plug into the one that can see it all so that you can see ahead and see the best path for your life. But don't fool yourself. You can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. So I want to challenge you. You know, a lot of times you can hear a message or you get inspired by something. And I want to challenge you to do this this week. I want you to challenge, I want to challenge you 
to find your watchtower. Where's your watchtower? Maybe it's late at night when everybody goes to bed. Maybe it's early in the morning. Maybe it's taking a walk because as soon as you reach nature, I know Jack, she lives with us, but she, as soon as she touches nature, she's like, God. You know, she's like, she feels it. It's just amazing. Her, her mind is open, her eyes, because that's her sweet sauce. And you have to find your sweet sauce. Mine's early morning. Nobody around. I can hear clearly. I can tune in. What's your watchtower? And then position yourself because position is directly tied to your perspective. And perspective is powerful because it directs your entire life. So let's get in position, shall we? And I'm excited because I know that God has huge plans for us if we will look at the promised land. We can't get caught up in the weeds and do anything that's good. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like you can't be distracted and, and try to figure out all these things and do what God's called you to. You have to get in position and do the right things on purpose so that your life is on purpose and you're going in the right direction. Come on, somebody. You got to wake up. And I'm excited for you because I, I know, I know this, is, this is an eye-opener for a lot of us. It's an eye-opener for me to make sure to realize, hey, to remember, I am going back to my watchtower so that I can see where I'm headed. And that's why I believe in belong so much. I'm excited for today, start and belong. And, and a lot of you are going to come over and join us. And I'm excited for this journey because I've seen what it does in others. I've seen what it did in me, coming alive to our purpose. And all of a sudden, your eyes are open and you start seeing the potential inside of your hands and your gifts and the things that you're designed to do all along and you never realized it. That's why I'm stoked about it. I'm, exo I'm stoked about it because as soon as our eyes start to open and we start to see the reason we're here, your destiny starts to get closer. And that's what I'm excited about. Hey, let's pray today. If there's anybody in this room that you say, hey, Lodge, I would love to um, come alive to, to my purpose. And I want to lay down some distractions. Um, I just want to pray over you today. Would you just lift a hand and say, Lodge, that's me. I, I'm going to join you. I'm going to join you in prayer for me too. Because, hey, sometimes we can get distracted and get caught up in the wrong things. But I want to pray that God wakes us up. It's like that alarm that won't go off. It's a wake-up call that, that wakes us up to the reason we're here. And I want to pray that over you today. Um, God, we love you so much, and we thank you for who you are. God, I pray that you would open our eyes. Let us see. Perspective is so powerful, and that's why, Jesus, we just pray you'd help our eyes to see the things that you see. Let us look at the, the promised land, the things that you've designed us for. The, the destination that we haven't reached yet, but you're calling us, you're drawing us. And God, I thank you that we don't have to have it all together. We don't have to have all of our ducks in a row. We don't have to be perfect. You call us just like we are, and you want to take us through the process to get us ready. And I thank you for that. It's no pressure. And God, I just pray that you'd help us in our week as we go into our week strong. And we go inspire. We're ready to do this thing on purpose. I pray that you just help us, help us to take every opportunity we can to get a little bit closer to the promised land. To shout and claim, shout and claim, shout for the victory, claim the promise. Shout for the victory and claim that promise. Even when we see the wall in front of us, even when we see the mountains, we say, God, do it again. We shout for the victory, see the walls fall and claim the promise. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Everybody said...
Amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.